Okay, so the last time we stopped at this question and I asked you to maybe go back and think about it. Okay, so now the question is this. Does God answer my questions or tell me things in my dreams? Alright, does God answer questions? I know why. You know why? <laughs> Alright, okay, let me ask the question of first, alright? Does God answer my questions or tell me things in my dreams? Isn't Joseph known as the dreamer? Alright, Ariel, you want to tell us why? Because the Bible is not for us, so we don't need to know. The Bible is? Very good. The so, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. All right, thank you, thank you, Ariel. You may sit down. All right. So, 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 just in case the adults didn't hear it behind. So, the question is: Does God answer my questions or tell me things in my dreams? So, she explained that. Um, um, she quickly said, "The answer is no." <laughs> all right, very quick. The answer is no. The answer is no. God does not answer my questions or tell me things through my dreams. So Ariel said no. Alright? And why? Ariel explain why? Wow. Okay. So long. Alright. Let me try to, let me try to um, say what she said. She said number one. Why? Why does God not tell us uh, or answer our questions in our dreams anymore? Alright. So she rightly explained number one. In the olden days, did they have dreams? Yes. Right. For example, Joseph was a dreamer. God gave Joseph many dreams. And then, but she said that was the olden days. But now that we have the Bible. The Bible is complete. God tells us everything that we need to know in the Bible. Things that we don't need to know, it is not in the Bible. So we can find all our answers in the Bible and God does not need to give us dreams anymore. Alright, so that's a very theologically sound and correct answer. Alright, nevertheless, let's look at some Bible verses, alright, to be very sure. So we always learn through using God's Word to support us. Now, first of all, we must know that in the Old Testament, God did speak to people through dreams and visions. Right? We cannot deny that. So we cannot be so foolish to tell people, no, God never speaks to people through dreams and vision. God did in the olden days. Alright? So we have an example of Joseph. Now, what did Joseph dream about? Brenda. Not yet. <laughs> what was Joseph's dream? Um. Wait. You just know the many colors coat. I call you because you used to wear many color coats. <laughs> Say again. Alright, Genesis 37. Let's look at Genesis 37. Genesis 37. Alright, verses 5 to 10. Okay, shall we read from verses 5 to 10? Reading, And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, 
and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and my sheaf arose, and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about me, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us, or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more, for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and he told it to his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and even the stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him, and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and my mother and thy brethren indeed come to and bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? Okay, so Joseph had dreams. He did dream. God did give him the dream. Did the dream come true? It did come true, right? At the end, he, God used him to save Egypt out of, in fact, the world out of hunger. All right? And indeed, they came to him and he looked after them. Right? They bowed to him. So this is how God worked at that time. Okay? Did they have the complete Bible then? What to do? They did not. But this is how God revealed. Now, so this is one example, many dreams. Now, but let us turn um, to what um, God also wants us um, to know. Turn to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Jesse, alright, so you share your Bible with Ariel. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Now, what does the Bible tell us? So, Ariel gave us the answer. Let's use um, the Bible to um, where it comes from, where the answer comes from. Now, Genesis, uh, Hebrews 1, 1, um, 1, sorry, 1, 1 and 2. So, are we ready? Reading together. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Okay, so now here, the Hebrew writers say, God at sundry times in diverse manners, in the past, God did speak to the prophets directly, all right, through dreams, God appeared to them and spoke directly to them even, okay? <coughs> but here, where do we get the basis that say, this is the past? No more today. This is the verse. These are the verses. In the past, God did that. But what does God's word say from now onwards? Back then, right? <coughs> verse 2. <coughs> Has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. How did Christ speak to us? Christ spoke to us. Christ did speak to his disciples. But by now, is Christ still alive? Was Christ still alive? Emily? At this point, when the Hebrew writer was writing the book of Hebrews, Christ has already been crucified, resurrected, gone back to heaven, right? So what does the writer mean? Christ has, in these last days, has spoken to us. Alright, the last days began when Christ came. Understand that? Christ spoke to his disciples. And after that, we have Christ's words, written by the apostles, correct? Christ speaks to us through the written word from there onwards. Now, how do we know for very sure 
let's turn our Bibles to um, 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Alright, uh, the book just two, well, two books behind this, Hebrews. 2 Timothy chapter 3. How do we know for sure? Now let's read verse 16 together. Reading, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Alright, so look here. What does the Bible tell us? I'm like Ariel explained also. The Bible told us that in the olden days, in many other ways, in the past, God did speak, right? God speak to the people. So sometimes they hear voice and then they write. Alright, so God did speak to the people. Um, God did appear in dreams and tell the people also. So in dreams also. So this is a, you know what is this, right? This is sound. Sound, uh. sound. And yes, uh. listen, okay? Well, big yes. Alright, so there were also dreams. God also spoke to them through dreams, alright? God did also appear um, in his, uh, appear in his pre-incarnate person. So these were the ways that God explained in the past. Okay, I think someone can see. Now then God says, after Christ has gone, God used the apostles. Okay, Christ spoke to us in the last days. When Christ was on earth, he did speak to his disciples and we got like the, the Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, they wrote down, right? So we have, so they have the written word. They began to write the Bible. Okay, they began to write God's word. And God also tell us in 2 Timothy 3.16, shall we look and look carefully? Now, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Means God is saying this, the Bible, everything in the Bible, everything in the Bible is inspired by God. What's the meaning of inspired by God, Daniel? Um, it's like from the history of what God. Uh, no. So the word inspired literally means God breathed. It's from God's mouth, in other words. So first of all, God tells us every single scripture, every single thing in the Bible, scripture, is God's spoken words, whether it's spoken through dreams, through direct vision, um, given the understanding. So everything in the Bible area is whose words? God's word, right? Inspired by God. Now please be very clear. Caleb, or maybe Cornelius, a bit Cornelius. So for example, this is Paul, alright? Apostle Paul. So is it right to say? So all guess, huh? not guess, all think. Paul is, Paul is the inspired writer. Inspired. Paul, is, Paul was inspired. Because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So Paul is an inspired, Paul was inspired. And Paul wrote inspired under inspiration. What does the Bible say is inspired? Susan, what does the Bible say is inspired? The men, the writers, were the writers the 
Okay, look at the verse. Okay, Caleb, do you hear that? Uh, Caleb, what was ins- what is inspired? Well, his ears are very sharp. The scriptures, the Bible say, all scriptures. Please know, the words scripture is inspired words of God. Okay, so sometimes people like to say, oh, the inspired man, the inspired man, the inspired. It's the words that are inspired. That's why it's important, right? The words are inspired. That's why we believe in preservation. God inspire and He will never let anything that He inspire be lost. Otherwise, why He bother to inspire? Would you, in, would you personally tell someone in great detail and tell the person to write in exact detail, then after that, you don't intend for it to be known to other people. You'll be lost. You'll be gone. You won't do such a thing, right? Things are a waste of time. So God inspired, of course, He will preserve. So all scriptures are inspired. Now what is this trying to say? Like Ariel pointed out. Why did God say all scripture instead of just scripture? He said everything in the Bible. All scripture means everything. Does it look like a Bible? Do you understand? Look like cake. Alright. All everything in the Bible. Everything is given by God. And look at your Bibles. It is profitable, means useful. For what? Let's read for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, like Ariel's question, does God answer my question? How do you find an answer to your question? Because God said the Bible, everything in the Bible is useful for doctrine. So every time you have a question about doctrine, should you say, God, I have this question about this doctrine. I think I want, I still can't find the answer. Alright, God, I'm going to drink hot chocolate now and then go to sleep. And then God, you tell me the answer to my question about this doctrine when I'm sleeping. Should you do that? No, right? Where do you go to find answers to doctrine? All scripture. So, where do I find answers to my questions? You find it in the Bible. So, you should not ask, we, let's not have teens Q&A anymore. You just go back and find the answer in the Bible. That's why when I answer, I always answer from God's Word, right? I don't, I don't make up my own story. I use God's Word to explain. You use God's Word, you will find all the answers to the questions. Then next, what about, I don't know, should I do this or should I not do this? How to know? Should I or should I not? Right? Is this sin or is it not sin? How do you find the answer again? Do you say, God, I'm going to sit under a tree, I close my eyes, and keep saying, um, um. You know, they do that, right? Do you do that in school? No. I heard they ask you to lie down and then they play some music and then they put ting, 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 and then you're supposed to lie down there and meditate and think and find answers, no? Yes, you went through that. Really? Yeah, there's one program. There's one program that you to do that. One hour a week. (laughs) One hour. One whole hour, you just lie there for one hour. Different kind of like mindfulness activity. Mindfulness. Wow, one hour. So you get to take a nap. (laughs) But what do when if the school asks you to do that, what should you do? Sit there, okay. Try to meditate and imagine the answer. Now we go to the Bible. All scripture. Everything in the Bible is for 
instruction, right? For instruction. Not only for correcting doctrines, for instruction also. Hey, by the way, if your school asks you to do that, what would you do? Uh? They say, ask you to meditate. I sit there, keep my mind blank, and then let the thoughts come in. That's what's meditation, right? So, okay, he leave me smiling. Does the school ask you to do that? No, who's, what school were you in that makes you do that? Your primary school. So should Christians sit there and meditate? Now meditation is very dangerous. Alright, meditation, they ask you to sit there and don't think of anything and let any thoughts come in. Understand that? That's meditation, right? So keep your mind blank. It's very dangerous because God wants us to whatsoever things are. Let's try, huh? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. God wants our minds to be occupied with these things, not blank. Blank is where people invent new religions. Alright, yes. Our school used to do five minutes a week. Five minutes a week. <laughs> it used to be one hour. Alright? <laughs> So you're getting better value for money. You're studying instead of sitting there and dreaming. Now, so when, when the school asks you to do that, well, what should you do? You lie down there, take a nap. Right? Take a nap. <laughs> Just try not to snore, alright? Then they know you're, you're taking it. Or you can lie down there and God says, whatsoever things are true, you think about things in the Bible. Right? Okay, so Ariel is right, like she pointed out. Everything that you have questions about, God says, I have it in the Bible. So Ariel, maybe I ask Ariel, right? Ariel, now, should Ariel go to... What school are you in, Ariel? Rehoboth. Alright, should Ariel go to Rehoboth or should Ariel... Should Ariel go to Rehoboth school? Can you find the answer in the Bible? Is there the word Rehoboth? Okay, let's look and look. Ariel go to Rehoboth. Can you find the answer in the Bible? You, that, those words are not in the Bible, right? Now, how do you find the answer, Joash? Uh, for which Say again? Applying. Yeah. Applying preceptive will. So, Ariel, when we say every answer is in the Bible, but there is no Ariel, there is no Rehoboth in the Bible. Is there? There is which? Rehoboth. Rehoboth, <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's Rehoboth in the Bible, but there's no Ariel. Right? Yeah. Alright, so how to find the answer? Well, using God's principle. Alright, so we apply principles. First, for example, should you take this job? Should you join? Should you join Tiger Beer? <laughs> Make Tiger Beer. Should you? The children don't know what's Tiger Beer. Do you know what's Tiger Beer? Good. <laughs> All right. Should I? Oh, let's look. Is there tiger beer? No tiger beer means fine. Alright, so these companies, they make alcoholic beverages. We don't want to promote that. So you apply principles, okay? So scripture have answers to everything. By the principles, you will know. Okay? Understand that? Can. Alright. So maybe I'll give you some questions and then you go and find the answers. Next time. Alright, so all scripture. Now please look at your Bibles. Verse 17. Now, the Bible gives us all the answers and the Bible will enable the man of God to be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. 
So the Bible will guide us in our Christian walk. Everything we want to know, we need to know, is in the Bible. I'm glad Ariel brought up anything that you don't need to know, God don't intend you to know. There are secret things that belong to God. All right? Where is the edge of the universe? Is there an edge? Only God knows. God is the one who is created. Right? So, answers, some answers God say, not necessary for you to know. So what if you know? Okay, but everything that you know that is good for your spiritual walk is there. Now, next one. But, but, I give you a difficult one, alright? Now, let's turn to Acts chapter 2. What if your friends ask you this question? Okay, your friends ask you this question. Acts chapter 2. Right, this is New Testament, right? So, your friends say, but you know, in the New Testament, it says this. Now, shall we read verse 17 um, to verse 21? 17 to 21, 1, 2, reading. Okay, now, what if your friend says, Hey, look, you know your church is teaching the wrong things. Look at verse 17. God says that in the last days, we live in the last days, right? We live in the last days, and then Ariel's friend asks, or Shalomia's friends ask, he says, Hey, but don't you know the Bible says, In the last days, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters, that's your, right? Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. But the Bible say what? Alright, young men, you will see visions. Right? You're even younger. Have you been seeing visions? Oh, you, Bible says yeah, the young will see visions, the young men will see visions. And then the old people, huh? all those sitting behind, the old people will dream dreams. Yes? Do dreams count as visions? Do, yeah, dreams count as vision too. Right, you have a vision in the dream. Alright, so old people will have visions. Dream dreams. All sorts of things. Alright? Do you dream? All of us dream. So oh you have all these dreams and they will prophesy. It means they will talk about about future and all that. So they quote this verse. Alright, Jesse, you want to try to answer. What happens if someone say, you see, the Bible says they will see you the young oh your young maidens do what, huh? The, your, the daughters shall prophesy. Alright? The maidens. You know, and all that. Prophesy. So, someone say, yeah, people will see dreams, visions, dreams. How do you answer? You look so relaxed. <laughs> How do you answer? <laughs> Any answers? 
or you want to pass to an adult? You pass to an adult so fast. Which adult you want? Don't know because you don't know the names. Okay, I give you. You want Clara, or you want uh, you you want uh, uh, Shen Ray, or you want uh, uh, Benjamin. <laughs> okay, Shen Ray. Okay, Shen Ray. Then how do you answer? They said, already say, hey, young girls will dream, dream visions. Young boys, young men will see visions, dreams. And prophesy. So many churches are like that, right? Or the people go, God gave me a vision. I saw that this country will happen. This or that would happen. Right. So how do you answer? Alright. So Jesse, she answer for you. She say, the last days began when Christ came, right? And then from there onwards, the last days began already. And these last days refer to the book of Acts. Alright? Refer to the book of Acts. Which part? Okay. Which part? Say again. Okay, let's see for example in verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And so on, right? Okay, so, wow, yeah, it happens. So now someone challenge you further. So you say, yeah, yeah lah, that's why. How come you say it's ended? Still now. So people still continuing to see dreams, visions. Why your church insists no more? All right. Can I say something? Yes, Samuel. But it says that it's, you said it was the last of, like, last days of Acts. But that's mm -hmm. only the start of Acts. Last days? You say so the question is, I thought last days were in Acts, but... But Acts still goes on. Now, last days means, uh, Samuel, last days means from that time onwards, those days are classified as last days. So we are also living today in the last days. Hebrews chapter 1 say the last days began when Christ came. All right? So that by definition in time, we are living in the last days from then onwards. Okay, so that is what it means. All right, uh, Samuel? Alright, so from then onwards it's called the last day. So today we are in last days. Now, so how? If someone says, yeah, that happened. Vincent, how? Someone say, we should still be dreaming dreams like back then. Uh, it says uh, that, that which has perfect has come. That which is perfect is come. Okay. That which is perfect is come. Where do you find that? Can't find it. First Corinthians chapter thirteen. The next time this question is asked, I will ask someone up to answer. All right? Because you must be very clear. Otherwise, you wonder and wonder. Um, okay, Vincent, where? Okay, chapter 13. Shall we... Huh? Okay, shall we read together? One, two. But that when perfect is come, that which in part shall be done away. Okay, before we... Now, before we even reach there. Now, once and for all... But what has it to do with dream dreams and all that? Still don't answer the question. Why young men, young women, 
young men, old men. Why does the Bible talk about all that? Now, what it means is this. What it means is this. Okay, maybe I'll ask Daniel. Daniel, in the past, how, who did God speak with and who did God give dreams and visions to? Joseph and um, the Pharaoh, the um, one that um, made Israel slaves. Uh, okay, he didn't get any dreams from God. Alright, who, who does God, general category, Shalomia, who's the general category of people that God gives prophecies to? <laughs> Very good. You got the hint, right? The prophets. God gave, God appeared to the prophets, God spoke to the prophets, God gave prophets the dreams, and the prophets wrote the prophecies. Right? Prophets. Who else? The? Starts with P also. Okay. Shama. Help your sister. Start with P. R. I. Okay, priest. Your brother was going to help you too. The priest. The priests as well. Alright, the prophets. The priests. These were the people that God spoke to. Okay? God did not um, give prophecies and all that to write scriptures and to ordinary people. Right? It was always the prophets and priests. That's why even Christ is saying the writings of the prophets. Okay? Scriptures. Prophets. But, so what God is saying is here. Look at your um, Acts, huh? Acts chapter 2. Shall we turn back to Acts chapter 2? Acts chapter 2. Now when God says in verse 17. Okay, look at 17. Look at 17 for example. Young men dream dreams. Old men dream dreams. Okay, maybe I'll ask the adults, alright? Mabel, what do you think God is saying here? Young men, old men, maidens, all over the place. Okay, while, Ma while Mabel is thinking, anyone to help Mabel? CP? Yeah, maybe it's not just like, it's emphasizing on, it's not, he's not like, um, allowing all these people just keep prophesying peace, but also like, every single person, every old man, every woman, 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 but here, the emphasis is to everyone, ordinary people, from here onwards. Okay, I thought, wow, the, the, the hand signal explains everything. So yes, that is the point. God is saying, in the past, I spoke to prophets and priests. But know that there will be a point of time where I will reveal my scripture, my words. The prophets and priests have dreams and visions for what? Writing God's word, correct? I will reveal my words to ordinary people, men and women that are ordinary, no longer prophets and priests. Understand that? That's why he says the young men and all, and all that. Now, is it true or not? Did it happen? Jennifer, did it happen? Did God speak to ordinary people? Who, are, who, who for example, was just ordinary, not a prophet like Samuel, not a priest? Say again. Joseph was still Old Testament, uh, ordinary people. In the New Testament. Samuel. No, ordinary people in the New Testament. Elim. 
โอเคอิลิมิคอสมันเท่าไหร่ Paul Paul for example right ordinary people not especially people like Peter right Peter Peter was what kind of background h uh, a n g d i what was Peter's background prophet study in the temple but a priest was he that what was his background What was Peter's background? Can't remember. Justin, Peter was a fisherman. fisherman, right? Peter was a fisherman. All right. So who else? Some other of the apostles. They were ordinary people, right? Right. So Matthew and all that. So God is saying that now I will reveal my scriptures not just to the prophets but to the ordinary people. And you, then you must believe what they write. Okay, so that is the emphasis. So um, that's what CP rightly interpret this. It was that, but they say no. It is continuing. Shalomia, how continuing? Should it be continuing? God gave this dreams and vision. Write the Bible. Should it be continuing now? Elim say no. Why? Because the Bible is complete. Will these dreams and vision continue and continue and continue? No need. How do you know the Bible is complete, Elim? I think I want to add a few more books. You know, I call it prophecy of Joseph. How about that? How do you know it's complete? Because you want to buy cheaper Bible, just so little books. How? Do, who? who? Sing um, Yuan, how do you know the Bible is complete? <laughs> okay, Revelations, right? Revelation want us not to add to God's word. Don't don't add anymore. It is done. That was the last book written. Don't add. All right. Okay, let's turn to Revelation just in case you doubt. Huh? The Bible is complete. Where do you think God will put this? The Bible is complete at the end, right? So turn to the last chapter. Okay, someone, all right. Now, shall we read uh, the last chapter, verse chapter 22, verse 18? Shall we read together? For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add to these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. All right. So God says, last book, done, done already. Don't add anymore. Okay. So the Bible is complete. So now another thing that if they argue, no, 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 it should still continue. You see, all these are the visions. Now can you turn back to Acts chapter two? Acts chapter two. Okay, so now you listen carefully, yeah. You you be an investigator, and you have to think. You have to think very logically. All right. Pray and ask God to help you. Now, so someone is saying, no, this should continue and continue. And this was prophecy, so it should happen. Look at verse 17 to 21. Now, how would you answer? This is supposed to keep happening. 
Now this is prophecy, understand? This is prophecy. Let me ask you, have verse 19 to 20 happened? Alright, Chloe, 19 to 20, look at your Bible. 19 to 20, Chloe, is it happening? Obviously not. Jesse, oh Faith, 19 to 20, is it happening? Is it happening? Oh yeah, Daniel, hurry up. Is it happening? Is it no, happening? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you fell for the trick. I have a feeling I call you, you say yes. Right? So yes, it's happening. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Why, what was supposed, what is in there? Now look at verse 19. Blood. <coughs> Alright? Show sign in one in heaven and birth, signs in the earth. Beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Do you see that? Everywhere. When you go downstairs. No. Maybe in a men's toilet. <laughs> no, we don't see that happening. The sun shall turn into darkness. Today I've been. But you know the sun is still shining. The moon into blood. Who saw the blood moon? Anyone took a photo of the blood moon? Yeah. Is it still blood moon now? No. Okay. So is this is this the prophecy? No. This is a future prophecy. Alright? Now, God is giving a range of prophecies that will happen in verse 17 to 20. Understand or not? It's a range of prophecy that will happen one by one. So has the dreams and vision one, has it happened? It happened, correct? In Acts chapter 2, the tongue speaking and the Bible, they, God spoke to them and they finished the Bible. Did it happen? It did happen. Now, always remember one thing about prophecies in the Bible. When God gives a prophecy, it will be fulfilled precisely, understand? And the principle is always, the prophecy has how many fulfillments? What do you think? How many fulfillments? Cornelius, how do you think when God gives a prophecy, how many times do you think it will be fulfilled? One time. Are you very sure? Why not two times? Because it's prophesied and that is supposed to happen, it happened already, finished. Okay? So, that is one important principle. When God gave the prophecy that this, I will speak to ordinary people, not like last time, prophets and priests only. He did that. They wrote the Bible. It's finished, right? That prophecy is done. It happened in Acts chapter 2. Done. The next prophecy that will come, in time will be the moon will the, the, the judgment all right everything will be like what we read understand that okay so so that is how you must understand reading the bible okay so this is not meant to be going on and on and on and on and on the prophecy is done god prophesied that christ will be born was christ born he was born does christ keep going up to heaven get born again what happened born again and born again and born again Crucified again and again? No. The prophecy is done. Okay? So, very important principles in understanding God's word. So, if your friend challenged you, alright, Ariel, your friend said, Ah, Ariel, you said that God spoke last time. God gave us the Bible. God not speaking anymore. But the Bible says, Yeah, there'll be dreams and visions. Then Ariel simply say, That is done already. It's one time. It's over already, that dreams and visions. Okay? Alright, 
Alright? Okay. Daddy can explain further when you get home. Alright, so one time. That's it. Done. So when people quote this, you must know how to answer. Sing Jin. Okay? Alright, so if someone quotes you. But it says here, the, the, woman, the daughters will prophesy. Are you a daughter? Prophesy. Then what you say? The prophecy has been fulfilled in Acts. At that time, that is it. It's over. Okay, so that is another thing about, about these dreams and vision that some of the charismatics, they like to use this part of scripture to say it is something that is for, for now, going on. No, it's a prophecy that's completed. Now, um, okay, so should, that, should you ask for signs? Okay, so some churches will say, you want to know? You come. My pastor can tell you signs. And Sunday come, then he will prophesy. Alright? Okay, Joanne, why you smile? It happened. What do they say? What, give you an example. Uh, okay, there's this pastor say, oh, someone invited him to another church to give someone. And he said, oh, go to China. The, the etiquette is very expensive. I will ask for a sign. Then he prayed. Then suddenly he said, oh, someone gave him a check. He said, oh, this is the sign that your God gave you. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so they always ask for a sign. They ask for a sign. So one pastor say, ah, the congregation, pastor, we must ask for a sign. They say, ah, oh, I think God gave me the sign. God says, in the last days, we'll pick up snakes and will not die. So he really went to do that. Guess where he is now? <laughs> Buried. Dead. <laughs> Alright, so many of these. Another one, the pastor said, I'll show you a sign, congregation, in Africa. I read this, I read this in the papers. He said, see, I will show you a sign. I will walk to the tigers. They will not do anything to me and that will be a sign. Okay, so the tigers had free lunch that day. Okay, so, so what does God say? Did God give signs? Yes. For what purpose? To fulfill certain prophecies. To confirm certain things. Everything is in the Bible already that you need to know. What does God say in the last days about people who keep asking for signs? You want to ask for signs? Okay, so... What do God say about people who keep wanting to ask for signs in the last day? Anyone remember? Say again? The Jews keep wanting a sign. Right? We studied on Friday. The Jews want a sign. The Greeks want to argue on intellectual arguments, philosophy. Ignatius, what did God say in the last days about people who keep asking for signs? Uh, foolish. Foolish. Where you find that? Alright, let's all turn to Matthew chapter 12. So people who go to church always asking for sign, one thing or sign. This Sunday, let's see what sign we will see in church. Hey, wait, sorry, the young ones. Do you know what's a sign? What oh, they don't know. I keep explaining. Okay, uh, Faith, what's a sign? Children language, please. Okay, so he's, she's an adult already. She knows, but she don't know how to explain, like me. Okay, Samuel. It's like a thing to, like it can be an object. It can be an object. And it can be something that happened. To like show someone about something. Very good, alright. So it, a sign, alright, listen, those who don't understand a sign. 
Okay, a sign means it is something that happened or something, an object, to tell you about something else. Ah, I do not know whether I should eat chicken rice today. Right? Then you wonder. And then you see a chicken run across. <laughs> ah, that's a sign I'm supposed to eat chicken rice. Right? Something that happened or an object that made you think God is trying to tell you something. Right? That's a sign. Understand? Okay. So, so that's a sign. And uh, Alright? Okay. Sign. Now, the people that keep wanting sign. I want to go to church. Ah, I don't have answer. I hope God will show me a sign. In the last days, turn to Matthew chapter 12. Let's read verse 39 together. Let's read chapter 12, verse 39. 1, 2, reading. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall be no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. This is Christ's word. Christ said in the last days, there will be a generation that keep asking for signs. We want signs. We want signs. Signs and wonders. Alright? Jesse, what does God call this kind of generation? This kind of people? Say again? 29, uh, 39. You missed it. 39. Okay, she missed the verse. Shama, what does God call this kind of generation? Um, evil and adulterous generation evil adulterous they will keep asking for signs so because it's over all right so should we be people that keep asking if we keep doing that that'll be the problem so Caleb now God says there shall be no sign so God will say whatever I want you to know is given already understand that you're not going to get any more new signs who said this Phoebe who said these words God himself, Jesus Christ himself said this word. So do you want to keep arguing with God? God, I want a sign. God said, I will not give any more signs. God, I want a sign. I will not give any more signs. God, I want a sign. Right? It's this kind of people. So God says, no more sign except the sign of prophet Jonah. So Caleb, what is the meaning? There shall be no more signs. Alright, don't disturb each other. There will be no more signs except the sign of the prophet Jonah. What does it mean? What happened in Jonah's case? Jonas caught a big fish. Or a big fish caught Jonas. <coughs> a big fish caught Jonas. Alright? A big fish. What happened, Jesse? Oh, what happened? No. Oh, today you're hiding behind. I didn't see you. What happened to Jonas? Okay, and then what happened? Okay, cut to the end. Then? And then, well, he away got earlier. Okay, too, too far end. Somewhere before that end. Somewhere before that end. Yes, yes. So, uh, he was supposed to go from the right? But he didn't want to go because he was disobedient. And then he went to Tarshish instead. And then. <laughs> Fast forward. And then some more. And then. Yeah. Went on a ship. He went on a ship. Good. <laughs> That's the part. That was going to the other direction. Okay. And then um, there was a storm. He there was a storm. He said to um, for the to throw him out. Oh, the throw him into the water. And then the storm calmed. The storm calmed. The fish came and swallowed Jonah. Alright, the big fish came and swallowed up Jonas. So God says there will be no signs given. So from now on, please do not ask for any more signs. 
Your Christian friends want to keep asking sign, show them this. You want to be called adulterous and evil, then you ask for sign. Alright? So he said there will be no more signs given except the sign of Jonah. So from now on, when we go fishing, we better be careful because this is the sign that God will give. You'll be swallowed up by a big fish. Is that what God is saying? No, right? So what is the story? There's no sign except this sign. Jonas was in the fish stomach for how many years? Emily. Okay, next one. How many years? Cornelius. Say again. Three days. Three days, alright? So convert that to years. Zero point zero. Alright, so three days, alright? Three days. Now, so when God says there's no more sign, Christ was leaving, right? When Christ said he was just leaving, right? He was leaving, he said, no more sign. Wicked and elderly generation, no more sign. Except the sign of Jonas, Christ was leaving. So what do you think Christ was talking about? Sign of Jonas. Daniel, hurry up. We're all hungry, Daniel. We want to eat fish. What was the question? I threw you into the water. <laughs> the question is, what is the meaning when Christ told the people? There's no more sign except the sign of Jonas. Jonas was in the whale's stomach or the big fish stomach for three days. What is that sign? Jesus. Okay, how many days was Jesus? Oh, Samuel. Yes. Say again. It was three days, alright? So Christ was dead three days, resurrected, right? Three days. So Christ is living. Christ said, no more signs. I'm going to give you God's word. No more signs. But this sign, this miraculous sign, I, the son of Jesus, I will be buried. Three days later, I will arise. That is the last sign. The great miracle. Okay? So that, God said, that is it. So please don't keep thinking about signs. Right? So that's it. Now, it's time for lunch. Um, so the next time we'll come back, we'll answer these questions. Some other questions. Right? Hey, please submit questions because uh, we are running out of cho children's question. Then I'll move to adults' question if not. Okay? So let's, let's turn to God in prayer. Hey, by the way, the last thing I want to say. So what's the big deal about that last sign? Jesus died, resurrected, three days later. Noah, what's so, what's so stupendous about that sign? Jesus died, three days he arose. Christ said, that is the great sign. What's so important about that sign? That he resurrected. Then we too will have the resurrection body. Understand? What's so great about that sign, Jesse? If Jesse believes in Jesus Christ, do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? One day Jesse will also die, right? But God says by this great sign, Jesus Christ arose, means one day God will also resurrect Jesse. Alright, that is the great sign. So Christians, we must have this great comfort. Are you afraid to die? Shama, are you afraid to die? She's very frank, she won't answer. <laughs> Maybe we are afraid of the pain before we die. <laughs> but when a Christian dies, we know that we'll go to heaven. Because Christ resurrected, right? Means his salvation work is finished. So we should not, Christians have no fear of death. Let us pray.